0: In the spirit of reconciliation, the entire team at Curious Freedom acknowledges the traditional custodians of country throughout Australia and their connection to land, waters and community. We acknowledge that sovereignty was never ceded. It always was and always will be Aboriginal land. We pay our respects to their elders past and present and extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islanders people listening today. I would like to acknowledge in particular the Darug people who are the original custodians on the land on which I record this podcast. Thank you for showing us what curious freedom can look like. Hello, and welcome to the Curious Freedom Podcast with me, Kirstie Faruja. And today, my friend is one of my besties, my daughter, Emily Faruja. And she's here to chat to us about what it's like to be a daughter of a professional organizer and declutter coach and what it's like to be a declutterer herself. So, welcome, Emily. Hello. (laughs) So, Tell us about yourself, tell us how old you are and what you love doing and yeah, let people get to know you. I am 12 and I love to draw and dance. (laughs) And you have been on the podcast before, haven't you? Do you remember? No. You don't remember? No. (laughs) Do you remember you came down to the studio in Melbourne and you recorded with Ollie and Amy's kids?
1: No, I don't remember. (laughs) I remember Amy's house, just not the rest of it. Okay. So,
0: you don't remember, but I do. And you told us a bit about yourself, but you shared the mic. And today you have the mic to yourself. You only have to share it with me. So, what is it like having a mum who is a declutter coach?
1: I mean, at home, she doesn't really seem very organized, no offense, but it's interesting and good because you bring home some stuff to me, you bring home colourful paper and a lot of other things. And what does
0: decluttering look like for you? When do you do it? How often do you do it? What's the process like for you? Tell us about that.
1: I like to do it a lot because I don't really like my room to be that messy. I just, I find I put everything. So if I'm decluttering my desk, I take everything off my desk and I put it on the floor and I have a rubbish pile and then I just take out the things and put it in the rubbish pile. And if there's things that don't belong on my desk, I put it in another pile to be put away where it belongs. And how do you go about deciding
0: whether or not you want to keep something or if it's time to let it go?
1: I generally ask myself if I use it and if I need it. And if I'm still deciding, I put it to the side and I come back to it once I finish deciding the rest of them. That's really great advice, honey. Thank you.
0: (laughs) And how do you know, like you're such a creative person and you love creating, you love artwork, you're so imaginative. So how do you go about deciding if you are going to use it in the future? Because there's a million different uses for some things.
1: I ask myself if I actually like it, because sometimes you give me stuff and I take it for a little bit. And when I declutter that section, I sometimes I don't like the things that I keep, so I get rid of them. But sometimes I just keep it because I have a lot of space and sometimes I just have to get rid of it. Yeah. And I have so many things that I know I don't need that specific one if I get rid of it. (laughs) That's a great answer.
0: And tell us about when do you do the decluttering? Do you do it every week? Do you do it every day? Tell us about that.
1: Normally with my desk, I do it every day if it gets really messy or every two days. But I like might clean out my closet every week or every month, depending how cluttered it gets. And... You say that you clean your
0: desk every day, but is it the cleaning, is it tidying, or is it actually decluttering?
1: It's putting away the stuff that I've just dumped on my desk because <laughs> I don't want to deal with it right now. Okay, so that sounds like a habit to me. So tell me
0: about your habits and what it's like to be Emily
1: Sky. It's very annoying because Sometimes I just don't want to put away things so I dump it on my floor and or my desk or in a closet where no one can see it so they don't see how messy I am on some days. Or you hide it around the corner of your room so you can't yes. see it from the door. Yes I also do that.
0: <laughs> just do all those other mums out there or dads out there or carers out there with 12 year old girls just I see you you're not alone, your daughter's not unique, your son's not unique. This is very common. Unique. (laughs) Yes, everyone is unique. Some of our habits are not so unique. Hey. Yeah.
1: Sometimes it's just, yeah.
0: I don't know. (laughs) So what inspires you to clean it up or to put things away?
1: When I just don't want to be in my room anymore because it's so messy really doesn't bug me when I have a closet around the side of my bed and I don't go to there very often, maybe once a day. So I dump everything in there because you can't see it. And when I see it, I get stressed out. But when I don't, it's fine because I don't think of it because I can't see it.
0: And you have some neurodiversity.
1: Hey, how do you think they affect you? They affect me very annoyingly. It's autism, so it's very annoying. And it's also really amazing. Yeah, my brain can think of like 20 things at a time. (laughs) And
0: how do you think that affects your ability, your desire, your motivation to keep your room tidy or to declutter or to be organised?
1: As I said, I can't do things in mess because it stresses me out and I can't think. So I need to keep... And every time I go to that closet around my bed, I get stressed out. And that's why it's still messy every single day because I'm like, no thanks, I'm good.
0: So it frustrates you that it's messy, yeah. but you still find it a challenge to clean it up. You'd rather just close the door of the cupboard again and walk away, hey?
1: Yeah, but sometimes I like to do that section in shelves. So one weekend I might do one shelf, but by the next weekend that shelf is already messy again. (laughs) That's
0: okay. And we have other people in our home that don't like mess, don't we?
1: It's very annoying. My dad, he hates mess. And sometimes I'll have maybe three things on my floor and I'm okay with it because I can sense three things. It might be a piece of clothing, a piece of paper and a pen. And he tells me to clean it up and then he tells me to do something else. He asks me to do like three things at a time. And it's very overwhelming and I just want my room to be a bit messy because all my friends they have pretty messy rooms so I want it to be a bit messy but not too messy <laughs> so would it help
0: if your dad just asked you one thing at a time do you think
1: yeah or write on it on like a piece of paper yeah that's a really good idea maybe we should ask him to do that later. I know I'm full of good ideas
0: <laughs> you absolutely are so is the motivation in your bedroom when you see mess? Because it doesn't sound like it is, because sometimes it is and sometimes it's not. Can you help explain to
1: me when that does motivate you? When my dad tells me to clean my room three days in a row, and then I'm like, I'm done. I just cleaned my room real good. So then he doesn't ask me, but then he answers me the next day and it annoys me, but that's okay.
0: And... How do you get motivated when you're overwhelmed, when you go into that side cupboard of yours and you open it up and it's chaos? How do you get motivated to clean that up and declutter that and organise
1: that? I tell myself that it's just going to get worse and worse. So I try to do it before it gets really, really bad. Right now it's really, really bad because I just shove stuff in the top shelf. So the top shelf's really messy. That sounds like
0: that works really well for you. Just telling yourself that, but there's some days where you do just walk away from it. So tell me what happens in your brain when you open the door and it seems too overwhelming for you and you just shut it. Tell me your
1: thoughts then. Sometimes I ask my dad for help because he can help. So I would go to someone else to ask for me because I think it's easier to do it with more than one. That's such great advice. I know. I'm so good at this. No, I'm not. But that's okay. You are. You're really,
0: really good at answering questions, my love. So Emily hates being complimented and so whenever I compliment her, she just shuts it down. but
1: she also loves being complimented and is really good at taking compliments. No, no I don't. I the only compliment I would take from her is I love you because she does so <laughs> but everything else I hate you your hair's pretty no thanks I already know I don't need to be told that. <laughs> i love your self-confidence because you really really do know the only way i have self-confidence is because i'm looking at myself on the screen yeah on the screen and there's no one else in the room if there was like five people i wouldn't be like this but so i won't tell you that thousands of people listen to you yeah like ten thousand. but like (laughs) i don't need to hear i'm not hearing their feedback or like whatever they're saying so okay
0: Emily, you love giving advice and in fact, one idea that you have about what you might do when you get older is to be a psychologist or a counsellor because you... I can read people really well, apparently. (laughs) So what advice would you give our listeners
1: about decluttering and organising? Always asking people for help. You can go up to a family or friend and ask them for help and start small. So start in a small section that maybe doesn't have clutter around it or just start small. Yeah, do it by small sections. So what does that look like for you in your room? I might do my desk or one drawer. I might do it for an hour, have a break and then come back to the second drawer. Because sometimes after I do a drawer, I'm sick of it and I don't want to do it anymore. So I go do something else and then I come back to it the next day or later that day.
0: And this is what I love about you is that you are so self-aware. You have figured this all out for yourself. It's not like you've listened to my podcast. Yeah, I don't. No, you don't.
1: No, I don't I don't have the time for that.
0: <laughs> it's not like you've listened to advice from me or sought advice. You've figured out that this is what works
1: for you. Hey. Yeah, I would always advise not always listening to what we say because that can be helpful, but you got to figure it out for yourself and what works for you and what doesn't. Because some things that I say might not work, like you might not want people to help declutter it, but some people might find it easier. And what
0: advice would you give to the parents out there who have got kids with neurodiversity?
1: About decluttering or just? Both in general and about decluttering. Don't stress them out. My dad fully hasn't learned not to stress me out because sometimes he stresses me out. And sometimes And what does that do? Does that stop you from doing the oh, work? Oh, man, that does not help. Yeah, it's, it wants me to not do it even more because I just want to be alone. And also give the child space and give them a safe spot that they can go to because I don't have that. I want I want a Harry Potter room that I can go to, but we don't have stairs, so we can't do that. We need to get stairs. <laughs> I don't even care if it doesn't go up to anything. <laughs> And what advice
0: in general would you give to parents or carers about loving and supporting neurodiverse kids?
1: Have grace and respect that their brains don't work like yours. Sometimes my friends get really annoyed at me when I'm in a bit of a mood. They think that it always has to be my way. And in that moment, sometimes it does because it helps me, but it doesn't have to be all the time. Also, don't give them a many options. Like, don't give them five options to do something. Maybe give them one or two or three, because a lot of options stresses them out. This is why I should be a psychologist. Just saying. <laughs> you guys can hire me. I'm really told, but I don't care. <laughs> oh, you're just phenomenal, my kid. I know you think I don't know that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and what has been the most Helpful thing that you have done to organize your room?
1: I don't know how many times I've mentioned this, but start small because when I open that cupboard, I want to close it and then I open it back up and tell myself just do one shelf or two or how many you want to do. Even if you're bored and you don't want to do it, it's going to be worthwhile. So just finish that section or come back to it. She thinks I know so much, which I do. So She's right, <laughs> and
0: thank you so much, Emily, for being on my podcast. I think I might get you back on
1: again. Yeah, this is probably the most interesting one you've listened to because I was on it. <laughs> you can also see that she's super humble.
0: I know right? <laughs> I don't know where you get that from
1: Do you. <laughs> Do I get the humbleness from you? <laughs> the false humbleness, maybe. <laughs> No, I get the humbleness. It's humbleness. (laughs) I don't even know how to say that word. So
0: thank you, Emily. And dear listener, curious ones, if you have a child who is 12. Or any age. (laughs) You haven't heard what I was going to say. I was going to say, I would love for you to get your kids to listen to this episode with Emily, because I think that she's given some really awesome advice and also i'd love for you to leave a review on the podcast lots of the players now have opportunities to leave a review so i'd love to ask you this week to leave a review and to also come over to our facebook page let me know what you thought about Emily's episode and it's going to be the best one you listen to i'm just saying <laughs> And come and chat to us in our Facebook community about kids decluttering and how you support your children to declutter and organize their home and their spaces. See? So until next week, have a wonderful week. And thank you again, Emily, for joining me on the podcast. You're welcome. <laughs> Bye. Bye-bye. You're awesome.